and it's time for Chinwag. Now, I would normally be on the other side if Nori was here, but now every week we have a special guest coming in, and today it is Christy Lee, a producer at RTHK Radio 3. Good afternoon to you, Christy. Good afternoon, Sadia. Thank you for having me. Lovely to have you on the programme. And um, Christy, you're going with the theme of the show today, and it's about sort of personality tests. Now, before the show started, I did kind of grab you and say, oh, let me do the cube on you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so you know, just a, a quick uh, sort of run through that. Did you, what did you think of the cube? Did you do it? I personally think uh, most of it is accurate. I think a good 70% accurate. Mm-hmm. The part that is about my ego <laughs> isn't really correct. <laughs> I'm not a very okay. confident person myself. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, I think because you 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 described your cues a massive cue, yes, wasn't it? Yeah, and I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. It's because I think the reason why I said the cube was huge is because I think I watch too much sci-fi movies. Yeah, yeah. And I always think like floating cubes or floating whatever shapes are on the sky. So that's why I gave. That's why I said, "Oh, my cube is going to be huge." Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just purely based on yeah it's just the first thing the first thing that comes into your mind sometimes isn't it my my husband actually watches star trek a lot Mm -hmm. right and in that there's there's these guys the the borg and they have this massive massive cube which is everything in the the whole world and and i and i predicted that if my husband was going to do this he would say the borg cube and he did Oh, really? Which is, and he is a pretty complex kind of person. Yeah. Anyway, mine was just a little transparent thing, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay, so now you've been doing a little bit of research on some of these personality tests and things. I mean, is it something that you are familiar with? Have you ever kind of had to do it for perhaps work or anything like that at any point? Actually, yes. Uh, I think before I was a producer here, I did a lot of different interviews. And uh, the first part of my sort of assessment or online assessment was having to do like a personality test and uh, to figure out uh, what my work style is, how I maybe handle certain situations, just to give a basic understanding of what sort of person or what kind of character I have Mm -hmm. for certain companies. And uh, I did some research on that and uh, it's said to have a personality test, for example, the Myers-Briggs type test is to help uh, companies define candidates whose character traits are best suited or maybe a good fit for a specific position and to maybe reveal some uh, particular aspects of a candidate's personality and to estimate the likelihood of whether this person is going to excel in this position. So maybe just to figure out its working styles and whether this person actually fits the culture of the company to make sure that they're compatible. Mm-hmm. I hope that there's not, I mean, when they do these personality tests, as long as they're not kind of, it's a balance, isn't it? It's a balance between what you see and also, you know, no, I suppose no personality test as such is going to give you a, a completely 100% accurate thing, as you said, you know, mm-hmm. 60, 70%, yeah. whatever. So is it kind of quite normal? I mean, like, you know, you're saying quite a few of the employers are using these. I know certainly my son recently applied for a job and he did the Myers Brig as well. Right. Tell me a little bit more about the Myers Brig. How does that work? I mean, I, I've done it a couple of times. For somebody who's not sort of familiar with it, 
Okay, so um, the Myers-Briggs type indicator is developed in the 1940s by Catherine Cook Briggs and her daughter Isabel Briggs Myers. So uh, the test is basically broken down into uh, 16 personality types with each own strength and weakness. Uh, the thing about these tests, I think we've just mentioned it before is that you need to answer questions without thinking too much mm. or choosing a specific answer that you think is better because it's just going to tamper the test and it's not going to reflect who you truly are or what you're actually who you're who you are as a person yeah and uh just more about that so um it uh basically divide um it identifies a person's personality leaning towards one of two in tendencies in the following groups. So it's either extroversion vs. introversion, intuition vs. sensing, thinking vs. feeling, and judging vs. perceiving. Mm -hmm. So it's the complete opposite of two things. And uh, there's 16 vari variations of those types. So you could maybe fit, you could fit maybe many different personality types but you have one specific type mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. maybe you end up leaning forward mm -hmm. leaning towards mm -hmm. and um sadia what's your mbti i mean just it's um is est i can't remember how oh, i should reveal it if i've revealed it, they're all going to look into it <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i know that when i did this some time ago one you know and i mentioned this to you earlier too is that you've just said it that when you do these personality tests for instance with myers-briggs i think they're about 75 questions that they ask mm -hmm. you right so they ask you questions about like you know if you're about to go to this um event and and this happens what would you do how would you yeah, feel exactly and and it's a variety of different things just a sense as to your reaction to certain things um and i think it's very easy sometimes when you look at those questions you sit there and contemplate and then what i was kind of doing is that when if you do it with people around you you tend to say oh no um, what would i do and what do you think i would do and then you ask yeah. the person next to you and they say well you would definitely go you do that and you think okay all right yeah i'd do that so i think you need to not think too much about mm -hmm. it as you said um and also when you do it you need to sort of just honestly be very honest yes you need to be honest and yeah. you, you can't choose answers that you think yeah you, you should, think you, you should. should yeah and maybe the answer that you hope yeah that or the result that you want to see yeah or else yeah. it doesn't really reflect who you actually are yeah. deep inside yeah that's right and and the other thing was that um you know you might do this quite say when you're quite young and you don't have too much experience whatever and then you might find that you know five years six years down the line when you do it again yes. you may have changed or you are in a long-term relationship and sometimes the way that you have you behave and, and see things has changed because of the interpretation of your partner exactly so you've got to sort of keep that in mind so I suppose it's not something that's in concrete you know, it can fluctuate just like anything else in life, isn't it? Yes. Um, actually, in a study that I've read, uh, research shows that the um, MBTI test is actually one of the most regularly de debunked personality tests. So it's basically saying that uh, research has shown that 50% of people got a different score 
when they retook the test five weeks later. Mm. Mm. So it can happen uh, to some people. It happened to me before. Mm -hmm. And uh, the study has shown that the test is not effective at predicting people's success in different jobs. So maybe your son has took, have taken a test and uh, it might not reflect who he his maybe job abilities or mm, who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So you can't really base everything on it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I when I did mine, I got ESFJ mm-hmm. with a with a dash and a T, which um, which is like an extroverted and and look at feelings judging. But it has kind of changed slightly. I think it was slightly different before. I, I do recall it said somewhere when I was reading. <laughs> <laughs> That I was a bit of a drama queen, but that is not true. So it has changed. I'm sorry. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, when you read some of these things and then you just think, no, that, that's not me. That's just rubbish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to know. So how about you? How did it go for you? Do you think it was reasonably accurate? Um, okay, so maybe a couple years ago when I was at uni or when I was slightly more younger, I was, uh, what do you say, uh, ENFP. Mm-hmm. So... Some, someone who's very extroverted, enthusiastic, uh, sociable, free spirit. Uh-huh. But now I think last year and actually last night, I tested for uh, INFJ. Oh, that's interesting. So you've yes. changed from an E, which is an extrovert, yes. to an introvert. Now, do you think the... the I wonder whether, you know, the pandemic has had an effect on us in terms of we've all become a little bit introverted now because we're not, the social scene is just not there, is it? Mm-hmm. You know, we're not able to see and we've adapted to that to a certain extent. Actually, I think so because we spend so much time just by ourselves in a small room. You just forget how to socialize yeah. anymore yeah. and... Yeah, things happened and you're so isolated from everybody. You don't get to see your friends, you don't get to see your family, you don't get to attend social gatherings. And maybe your train of thought or maybe how you see things might change. And, mm. Yeah, That's interesting, it's isn't it? Interesting. And also the whole Zoom thing is, is a bit of an artificial thing because it's, it is, I mean, you can talk naturally with people on Zoom and stuff, but, but it's just, it's not the same as having people in front of you. Exactly. Yeah. So, so now what are the, um, apart from Myers-Briggs, any other the kind of tests that are used kind of quite normally in in employment and things like that? Actually, yes, there is the DISC behavior inventory test. Mm-hmm. So I have learned about this when I was in school. Uh, it is actually one of the most older personality tests. It has been around since 400 BC. Gosh. Yes. <laughs> That's going back. <laughs> I can imagine the cavemen saying, all right, sit down. We're going to do a test here. <laughs> Just to see that you push that rock in the right direction. <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> okay, so basically, uh, the if you have to break down the letters D, I, S, C, so D stands for dominant, mm-hmm. I stands for influential, S stands for uh, steady, and C stands for compliant. Mm-hmm. So companies use this test to help understand an employee's professional behavior style and their ability to uh, work part of a team. So it's actually quite similar to uh, the Myers-Briggs uh-huh. test in uh-huh. some sort of way. But uh, comparatively, it is a more easier or user-friendly test because the DISC test is only 12 to 30 questions long. Okay, okay. And the candidates are provided with adjectives or phrases and are asked to choose 
which they feel applies to them the most and the least.、Mm-hmm. I mean, in some way, it is very similar to the、uh, Myers-Briggs test because you are also asked、um, similarly how you feel about certain things, whether you agree or disagree.、Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of tests have that sense where you're just trying to figure out who you are. Yourself, mm. And, mm. I、um, think it's it's it, it, you're right. It is about you learning a little bit more about yourself、mm-hmm. and perhaps understanding that there may be certain gaps here and there that you perhaps need to change slightly yeah, exactly. to be more compatible with、mm-hmm. others. Yeah, yeah, good. Any other last one? Yes, there is. There. This is not really、uh, that popular, but I've read about it when I was in school. So it's called the Enneagram test.、Mm-hmm. So it's basically a system that. Describes the human personality as number of interconnected personality types. So it's kind of complicated. So to just break it down for you, it's a nine-point diagram, and each point represents a personality type.、Mm. So from numbers one to nine, each number represents a different personality type, and、uh, the anagram figure or diagram is made up of three elements. And the outer part is made of made out of a circle, which then contains a triangle <laughs> and an irregular hexagon. It's very complicated, but anyways, it's basically one of、um, nine personality types characterized by a set of dominant behaviors, motivations, and fears. Oh, so yes, it is very、that、interesting, quite complicated, but very、it? complicated at the same time. I think I'll stick with a cube. <laughs> Christy, thank you so much. You've given me a little.、Um, I think people should kind of go back and and I think you know take it lightly. Don't. This is not coming from an expert. We are just really looking at personality tests、mm-hmm. because they are used quite a lot these days. And、um, and you know they don't need to necessarily be the same as they are. You know over time they will change. Christy, thank you so much. And、uh, perhaps you're going to be back next week too for yes, Chinwag. Yes, I will. All right. I thank you very much.